To make bread, combine water, yeast, and honey. Stir flour and salt. Add yeast mixture to flour and add oil. Mix together. Turn out onto a floured board. Knead for five minutes until dough is smooth and elastic. Place in greased bowl. Cover and let rise until doubled. Punch down dough. Fold over edges. Let rise for another 20 minutes. Turn dough onto a board and shape into a loaf. Place in a bread pan. Cover and let rise until doubled. Bake in 350 degree oven. And you've got a beautiful loaf of bread. Voila. What I just described in a quick minute takes hours to complete. But you didn't come to this service to learn how to make bread. No. You are here for bread, though. The discovery of bread may have been one of the first great chemical triumphs. The basic food substance of the world has been bread for about 10,000 years. The rising of the yeast and the gases from the leavening process. Bread over the millenniums has been associated with life and the sustenance of life. Bread is the symbol of that which nourishes life. Now, I think it's pretty obvious where I'm going with this connection between bread and our faith. But before you get ahead of me, I need to take you back in time long before the life of Jesus to Moses. You will recall that when Moses was called by God out of the burning bush, Moses was overwhelmed. And when he finally agreed to go to Pharaoh to have the people set free, Moses wanted to know know who he should say had sent him. And God said, tell them, I am sent you. I am. That's it. God's identity is a beingness. Now, the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And it was there that God supplied their daily needs with manna from heaven. Every day, except on the Sabbath, the manna would come and the people would gather it up and they would be sustained in their physical needs. Now, if you joined us recently for our Ash Wednesday service, then you know that we explore the temptations of Jesus and his 40 days in the wilderness. Jesus was famished at the end of his 40 days, and the devil came and said to him, Jesus, turn these stones into bread. You can do it. You can do it. And Jesus said, one cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. There is an obvious connection between his 40 days and the 40 years in the wilderness for the people of Israel. And now, throughout these Sundays of Lent, we will be exploring a sermon series entitled Journeying with Christ. I thought of this series, which is based on the I Am Statements of Jesus, when our 5 by 5 community group was studying John's Gospel in which Jesus uses the phrase in Greek, ego emi, I am, 26 times. 26 times in John's Gospel, he uses the phrase, I 
am. Jesus uses the phrase to express his identity in seven ways. And these are the seven ways we'll be tracking with Jesus as we journey this Lenten season. He uses it with bread, light, water, the vine, the shepherd and sheep gate, the way, truth, and life, and the resurrection and the life. So on each of the next several Sundays, we will be focusing on one of these I am statements of Jesus. Now, Christmas is the time when we we celebrate Jesus' earthly beginning. And Lent is the time when we celebrate and reflect on Jesus, his spiritual beginning and his ministry, and our spiritual journey and beginning. You are here for bread today, aren't you? There is a connection between Jesus and Moses. Manna was the bread from heaven, and now Jesus is the bread of heaven. And remember the feeding of the 5,000. The bread was multiplied and people were fed physically just as they had been fed by Jesus' teachings. But Jesus was more than a great teacher. He was offering sustenance of true life. Nikolai Berdyev, the Russian philosopher, said nearly a hundred years ago, Bread for myself is an economic problem. Bread for my brothers and sisters is a spiritual problem. And Jesus knew about spiritual depths connected to the needs of others. As you did it to the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. Food and bread are an economic issue for many people in our world. I doubt that too many of us listening struggle daily with finding economic resources for the bread we eat. But it does call to mind the responsibility we have to care for our brothers and sisters around us in our community and in the world, those who struggle to find bread on a, on a daily basis. I want to reread a portion of that long text that Michael read for us as, as found uh, in that text when Jesus said, I, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never, never be hungry. Jesus said, whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed amongst themselves, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? And Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, unless unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate, and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. Now let me get this straight. You are here for bread today, aren't you? We say it every time we pray the Lord's Prayer 
Give us this day our daily bread. A little girl was asked by her Sunday school teacher, why do we pray for daily bread? And she replied, because the bread would get stale if we didn't get it every day. In our day and lifestyle, I think many of us take bread for granted. I know I do when I'm eating a dry peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Most people only depend on God daily when they are in the midst of a real loss or crisis in their lives. The rest of the time, they acknowledge God intellectually, but do not have a daily dependence. Give us this day our daily bread. Recognizes all the way back to those Israelites, a whole generation, 40 years in the wilderness, who had daily dependence on God for the gift of bread that came down from heaven. Jesus. Jesus is the bread from heaven. Jesus is the bread of life. You you did come for bread today, didn't you? If you did, let me give you a new twist, a new twist to one of the most well-known prayers by putting the Lord into the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily Christ. Give us this day our daily Christ. You see, we need contact with Christ. We need spiritual sustenance every day. Daily dependence. Journeying with Christ throughout our Lenten season I'd like to encourage you to pray regularly that simple phrase. Give us this day our daily Christ. A few short days ago, for Ash Wednesday, we explored a number of wilderness questions. And for today, I have a few more. For what do you truly hunger? How? Is Jesus the bread of your life? How does Christ satisfy? Not your desires, but your deep spiritual needs. When we think of the story of the feeding of the 5,000, feeding the masses, what are the implications for our efforts to alleviate hunger in our community and the world? What do you, like the little boy who offered the fish and loaves, what do you have to offer Jesus? What do you have to offer to the neighborhood church, to the body of Christ? How can your life be a humble gift to the world? And when you partake of the bread in communion, how does it feed your spirit? (laughs) You are here for bread today, aren't you? I thought so. Be gentle when you touch bread. Be very gentle. Let it not be uncared for, unwanted. Whatever you do, don't take bread 
for granted. There's so much beauty, the sun and the soil, the, the beauty of patient toil. Winds and rain caressed it. Jesus often blessed it. Be gentle when you touch bread. Give us this day our daily Christ. For surely he is the bread of life broken for you. Amen.